guys, hello, Jeff here, and welcome to episode 11 of Hurry Up and Cruiserweight, my podcast covering 205 Live on a weekly basis so you don't have to watch it. Still going with that, Jason. I am flying solo this week to tackle this episode of 205 Live. This episode takes place February 5th, 2019, and tonight we will get a match to determine the number one contender for Buddy Murphy's Cruiserweight Championship that will be defended at the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view. Probably the pre-show. Doesn't count. The match will be a fatal four-way with Akiro Tozawa versus Cedric Alexander versus Umberto Carrillo versus Leo Rush. Wow. So three faces. That's interesting. Uh, it seems like they gave Tozawa an extra rub in this video package, so we'll see if that's any indication of what'll happen later. The show opens with the announcers discussing the number one contenders match. Nigel is rooting for Carrillo, surprising choice for him. Uh, and for the second week in a row, Mike Canales is on his way out to the ring with Maria. Too bad he's probably going to lose again. Um, I don't even know who he's facing, and I know he's probably going to lose. Oh, and surprise, Aiden English still doesn't like Mike. I smell possible match down the line between him and Mike. Maria joins the commentary booth, and Nigel stands up and claps wildly and starts his bullshit towards Maria. I feel betrayed. I reached out to him on Twitter about last week and got no response, but obviously he read it and is testing me. Oh, Spanky is Mike Canales' opponent. Mike may actually have a chance, being that we haven't seen him wrestle in quite some time. But who am I kidding? Aiden and Maria start arguing almost immediately about Mike. And uh, Spanky's pants, by the way, are like cheetah print, but silver with black spots, which is interesting. Aiden keeps digging at Maria and asks... Uh, Maria asks Aiden if he's afraid of losing because they aren't and Nigel makes a balding joke at Aiden, uh, Aiden's expense about losing his hairline. It's kind of funny and it shut Aiden up. Canellis takes a powder on the outside and Maria gives him a pep talk. Oh yeah, the match started by the way. Kendrick goes to the outside and goes to throw Mike into the table but Maria bends over the table in quite a mm, interesting position to block the attempt. Wow, Mike is a lucky, lucky guy. Whew, okay, I gotta gather myself for the rest of this because that was that was a bit much. All right, Jeff, let's go. <clears throat> Mike counters a sliced bread attempt on the outside with a back suplex, which was actually a legitimate nice counter. Uh, Nigel ends up killing my boner, though. I mean, kills the vibe by praising Maria, sacrificing herself, and talking about their love. Ew. Mike throws Spanky into the post, and Aiden talks about getting a count-out victory wouldn't be a great win after berating Mike and Maria about Mike losing all the time and how they need to win. Stay consistent, buddy. Uh, Mike is in full control at this point. Uh, suplex and then a basement dropkick. Spanky is goes to the out. Oh, let me try that again. That was rough. Spanky goes to the outside and ends up dragging Mike out there with him, but Mike kicks him. But then Spanky counters an Irish whip and throws Mike into the post very hard. I mean, Mike hit that thing hard. We go back into the ring and Kendrick starts to fight back. And I have to say Kendrick every now and again so people actually know who I'm talking about because 
not everybody probably knows that Brian Kendrick was Spanky, which is kind of sad. Um, they start to fight in the ring, but Mike cuts it off with a huge clothesline. And Spanky locks in the captain's hook. Is that it? No, apparently not, because Mike is fighting it and eventually gets his fingertips on the ropes. Spanky with a super kick and then a calf kick for a two count. They're giving mad props to Canellis uh, for hanging in there and getting out of the captain's hook. And then Mike hits a huge super kick and a Michinoku driver for two. That was nice. Uh, Mike starts showing some frustration, though, because he can't put Kendrick away. And he stacks Kendrick on the top rope and goes for that backpack stunner, which I'm they're kind of putting over as maybe his finisher. Uh, Kendrick escapes and rolls up for a two, spine busted from Canellis for a two, and he shows more frustration. It's kind of like what happened last week. Uh, Mike is raining down elbows over and over again, but not covering Kendrick. And then Spanky waves Canellis on. Big boot by Canellis, another. There's no cover in, in, in between these. And he gets a third big boot, but he still isn't covering him. And it's kind of weird how they're building this. Uh, with Mike just being frustrated and wanting to beat the shit out of somebody after he can't get you know his pins over and over again, he just stops going for them and just beats the shit out of somebody. Really dumb logic, but it's kind of interesting to see where it's going to go. But then Mike goes for some sort of neck breaker of sorts, and Brian Kendrick counters it into the slice bread out of nowhere. I guess if you can have that move come out of nowhere, um, and. He gets the three count, and Aiden English could not be happier, and he's just immediately rubbing it in Mike and Maria's face. Uh, Mike and Maria can't believe it. Maria is pissed. She throws her headset, and Mike is throwing a tantrum in the ring, but Maria calms him down. Okay, that's that's something. I mean, I knew he was going to lose, but at least it seems like they're building towards something, maybe. Um, they recap a video of Itami's loss to Tozawa and Davari turning on him. Yeah, I guess you can't really trust the common thug, huh? Uh, well, Davari is on some sort of video segment that I guess is off of his Instagram. He said he respected Atami, and he was the only one to do so, but Atami could never get the job done, and says screw his respect, and if he wants something done, he has to do it himself. As usual, it's a decent promo from Davari. It's just a little weird that it was on a phone. The quality's a little eh. Uh, then we get Leo Rush lamely cutting down his opponents and says the cruiserweight champion will feel the rush okay i guess brian kendrick got all sorted out very quickly and ran backstage to talk for tozawa as he looks perfect and his hair is in perfect form he's not sweaty whatsoever and says tozawa is only scratching the surface of his potential and then tozawa says he never faced buddy murphy one-on-one -on -one and knows he can beat him cue stupid smile Ugh. i hate the stupid smile Carillo now, and he's talking. I think this is his first time actually talking. Um, I haven't really seen him close up, and now that I do, I notice his head is shaped like a pear. So that's something. Uh, he says how he took Murphy to the limit the first time he faced him, and he learned a lot from the situation. And then he spoke a bunch of Spanish and says he will win at the Elimination Chamber, but he forgot to say he was going to win tonight. Cedric Alexander says he only has to outlast three people tonight, and he won't rest until he gets his title back. Uh, I guess out of all these, I would probably say the Spanky and Tozawa one was the best promo. You know, sans the, the stupid smile at the end. Um, Cedric was still too generic, and Leo Rush was annoying as usual. Carrillo wasn't bad, but he kind of lacked charisma. He was just monotone talking. But he's still very young, so I'll give it a pass. Um... 
then the commentators recap Tony Nese and Noam Dar's feud showing the backstage fight and you get Drew Gulak jumping up and down which I appreciated uh, but then it cuts to Gulak and Gallagher talking to the man in a constant state of pissing they want to be in Carrillo's corner and Salty Slack says no Gulak says if Carrillo goes down the wrong path it's on him alright guess they're going to do something there at least they're trying to set stuff up uh, storylines wise so I guess can say something about that uh, Noam Dar now walks in I can guess where this is going says he has no injuries and wants a match with Nice says he's either going to settle it in the ring or somewhere else because he's a man and wow surprise exactly what I said would happen last week happened the match is going to happen next week between Tony Nice and Noam Dar but it is a no DQ match that was so predictable wow that suspension angle really went away didn't it Anyway, it's main event time as Leo Rush makes his way down to the ring with some new ring gear. He got rid of his shitty vest, and uh, he has black and gold pants now. It's a better look. Uh, Akira Tozawa is out. Same ring attire as usual. Uh, the commentators talk up his wins as of late. Uh, Umberto Carrillo follows, and I have a feeling I will be saying a lot about this match. Cedric brings up the rear, which is ironic because he has a large hindquarters. His ass is huge. Uh, it's weird. Cedric also has pants now, so nobody in this match has the normal tights. Uh, Leo Rush starts taunting the other guys and realizes all of them are going to attack him. And they do, but kind of one-on-one, -on -one, like in an action movie, and like a Jean-Claude Van Damme movie where, you know, all the bad guys go one at a time. But, okay. Anyway, <laughs> he starts dodging all of them. And eventually, he gets catches up to him as Tazawa hits him with a suicide dive. Uh, Carrillo and Alexander go at it a little bit in the ring until Tazawa comes in and kind of jumps over top and goes for a roll through on Cedric Alexander. But Cedric Alexander has a body lock on Carrillo, which causes Cedric Alexander to get rolled up and Carrillo to get Germaned halfway across the ring. <laughs> and Carrillo rolls to the outside. Tazawa Hurricane runs Alexander and he joins Carrillo on the outside. Then Tezawa goes for his patented suicide dive on both of them, but Rush trips him and hits a big suicide dive of his own. And then another onto a grounded Tezawa on the other side of the ring, which looked pretty brutal. Uh, Rush starts working on Carrillo in the ring, big chop and a drop kick to the back of the head. And Rush keeps Cedric out of the ring, and he is in control. Rush with a big tornado DDT on Carrillo for two. Then we get Carrillo with a big kick to Rush, and Tezawa with a middle drop kick a missile dropkick, sorry, to Carrillo that sends him flying. Rush takes it to Tozawa, and Rush with a trouble in paradise for two. Rush goes for his frog splash. Alexander tries to stop him, but he fights it off, and Tozawa moves out of the way. Alexander with a lumbar check on Rush for the three? Is that the end? Oh, oh wait, this is an elimination match. I must have missed that, or they just didn't say anything. Carrillo with a kick combo on Alexander, and Carrillo is now taking over, which means, makes me think he's probably going to go next. Big arm drag on Tozawa, and a big middle rope dropkick on Alexander. I'm sorry, a big missile dropkick. When I typed this up, my stupid autocorrect was fixing these words. <laughs> it was a big dropkick. He got some serious height on it. Uh, a reverse rolling thunder on Alexander for two. I was like, ooh, that was cool. He's like a back roll and a backflip. That was neat. Uh, and what the fuck? There is too much going on to keep up with what they're doing, and I really don't feel like 
rewinding and stopping and typing and rewinding and stopping. They just basically do some crazy combination moves between all three of them, like reversing stuff and getting out of each other's moves and reversing moves into the other guy. Um, it basically ends with a beautiful disaster kick to Tozawa by Carrillo and Alexander fucking up a springboard clothesline. Basically, when he goes to jump off, he slips off the top rope, lands short, and just does a normal clothesline. And he starts playing up that he hurt his knee pretty bad, which is a good cover-up, except that he stops selling it pretty much immediately. Uh, the announcers don't stop selling it, but he definitely does. He's running, and he's climbing the ropes. Ends up with all three on the turnbuckle, and they battle, and Carrillo sends um, Alexander to the floor. And Tozawa sends Carrillo down on the mat and hits his back senton for the three on Carrillo. So it's down to Alexander and Tozawa, who are the only two former champions. Tozawa, they go back and replay that back senton, and he got some serious height on that thing. Um, and we get a stare down in the middle of the ring between Alexander and Tozawa. And Alexander really has not sold his knee in quite some time already, pretty much since it happened. Um... But Alexander takes his elbow pads off, and Tozawa throws his mouthpiece out, and they kind of start throwing down. And that was actually a pretty cool moment. Uh, Tozawa gets an octopus stretch in, and Alexander tries to throw him off, but Tozawa just switches sides on it, which was also pretty cool, because I don't think I've seen that before. Uh, Tozawa gets a roll-through for two, Alexander gets a roll-through for two, and then we get a double boot to the face, and both men are down. And they show a replay of that, and it looks like they actually kicked each other in the face. So, you know, I understand why they're down. <laughs> um, Alexander get, goes, gets up and goes for a lumbar check, and Tozawa flips through, kind of sloppily lands on his back. Uh, we get a spinning back kick to the guts by Alexander, and I guess his leg is just all better. I, I, I have not seen him sell it in so long. The commentators keep bringing it up and how he has to go through adversity because he hurt his leg, uh, except that he just isn't playing it up at all anymore. Tozawa with the stinging jab, the kind of fake-out, knockout jab he does. Uh, Alexander with a back elbow and goes for the neuralizer, but Tozawa catches him with a snap German. That was sick. Alexander right back up and goes for a clothesline, but another snap German with a bridge this time for a two-count. That was a really good sequence for Tozawa. Tozawa goes to the top rope, and Alex or he tries to go to the top rope, but Alexander grabs his ankle. Vic talks about his knee again. Stop. Please, he hasn't sold it since it happened. It's not believable anymore. Stop trying to put it over. Tozawa goes to the top. Alexander rose out of the ring and to the apron. He had a big kick by Tozawa on the apron. Uh, they're on the hardest part of the ring, by the way. Thanks for reminding us, Aiden. Alexander slams Tozawa on the apron, and then he goes in the ring and hits a humongous Michinoku driver. He got huge height on that thing and slammed him hard. Uh, he gets a two count out of it. Alexander goes in full Brock mode with his facial expressions. He just had his eyes wide open and couldn't believe that he kicked out of it. It's it's meme-worthy and worth a look if you can go back and see it. <laughs> Alexander going for another lumbar check. Tozawa kind of flips out of it. I don't think he was supposed to flip out of it, so it looked kind of like a botch. Uh, they go for the same spot again, so I, I think I was right in that. Um... But they, they kind of fuck it up again, and some weirdness happens where Tozawa's kind of flailing around on Alexander's shoulders, and Alexander's trying to catch him, and it's just a weird-looking spot. Uh, I'm pretty sure a reverse Rana was supposed to happen in that spot, um, and they're still kind of fighting like with Tozawa on his shoulders, and finally he gets him on his shoulders, but he's too close to the uh, 
the turnbuckle when Tozawa goes for the reverse Rana, so Alexander holds him, picks him back up, walks to the middle of the ring, where they finally do the reverse Rana. It was just a lifetime of adjusting. Um, I mean, of course, that spot's always going to look good. It just it just took a while to get there. Um, after he hits the reverse Rana, Alexander's in the drop zone, and Tozawa finally goes for that back senton and hits it and gets the three count. So it'll be Tozawa versus Murphy at the Elimination Chamber. Fuck you, Vic Joseph. We had the whole match, and he had to, he just had to sneak in calling Tozawa the stamina monster. You had the whole match to do it, and I thought we got through a whole match without you calling him that stupid nickname, but you had to just sneak it in at the end. He really should just take his microphone and just sit on it. That would be a better use for it. I'm sure he'd get plenty of pleasure out of it. Sorry, that was a little, was a little strong, but I just really hate that. Um... They made Tozawa look very strong, earning two out of the three falls in this match. Uh, Buddy Murphy appears on the screen and says he beat three of the best cruiserweights and gets his chance to try to stop the unstoppable, but he will be looking through Tozawa to WrestleMania where he will cement his legacy. This was a very strong episode in my opinion. Um, it's an interesting story they're building with Mike Kanellis. His frustration is building and it will lead to, will it lead to a boiling over into beating people up, uh, cheating, uh, a feud with Aiden English. I, I don't know where it's going to go. Um, you know, they're, they're starting to build some storylines here. They, the Noam Dar and Tony Nese feud looks like it'll be coming to a conclusion next week, which can kind of allow for some stronger storylines to come through, hopefully. Um, and the Fatal 4-Way elimination match was just all sorts of amazing. Um, a few f- sloppy spots towards the end, but I don't think that really affected how I felt about the match. Uh, I enjoyed it thoroughly and if you guys if anybody gets a chance even though i say you don't have to watch 205 live i think you should go back and watch this match it was very very good um anyway that does it for this episode of hurry up and cruiserweight next week will be the go home show for the elimination chamber so i look forward to that i'm jeff thank you so much for listening and tune in next week for some more 205 live action. Bye!